Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, we are back. It is Take Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button if it's your first time here. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Definitely help us get those numbers up. You know, hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Um, you know, make sure you leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you dislike it. You know, um, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, love to just come leave comments and say the same thing every week. So go ahead and do that if you want to. And, you know, actually leave a comment on the stuff that we say in the video. You can do that too. All right. Also, you can also you can follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL. And then you can also uh, follow BD at BD Williams 18. You can also go to manscaped.com. You know, make sure you guys do that. 20% off TDL. Make sure you guys keep that running, keep that going. Um, you know, definitely put those posts in the comments. Make sure you know, go check that out. And uh, you know, keep keep it moving. Also, copy a shirt. I got you right here. Look at tape don't lie. Look at that. Tape don't lie. I got you a sweater. You know what I mean? Get you a sweater. You look nice and lean. If you, if you like a medium. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just recently got the medium. I was pretty happy about that. So, you know, say, you know, get the medium. It looks like nice and slender. You know what I mean? Go ahead. There you're right there, dog. Get you, get your, uh, one of your Raider fans buddies a shirt. Check us out. It, but it looks fresh. It looks fresh, bro. Gotta it say. Looks, it looks nice, man. All right. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're here to review, uh, uh, the game against the Washington football team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The Raiders lost 17, 15 heartbreaking loss you know um a lot of people you know upset showing their emotions online and stuff like that and everybody's ready to to burn it down burn somebody down right um and uh and i think i think they have a right they have a right to be you know frustrated so there's a a lot of uh unfortunate you know situations that have happened so far this year for the raiders yeah for sure um you know from the top down there's a lot of weird things even like in the beginning of the year like executives like got fired and remember we were talking about that uh so there's a lot a lot of weird things happened uh for the raiders this year it just wasn't their year so it's understandable for fans for fans to be frustrated oh 100 certainly 100 mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm getting there you know myself so. oh, i'm mad frustrated but you know yeah. <laughs> I'm super frustrated. So I'm just, right. I, I, I'm frustrated too. I mean, it's just, I guess I'm just frustrated for other reasons, you know? Um, it's just ugly. This is they're just, they just look ugly. You know, they just, to me, they just suck. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I, 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 I watch it now. I'm like, I try to figure out how they're six and six at this point. So there's a lot to, yeah. a lot to process there, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, you know, looking at like a lot of the, the stats and the numbers, you know, it's uh, it's kind of the same old thing, man. They, you know, they can't they can't run the ball on second down when they want to run the ball on second down. Um, you know, third down, something always goes wrong, and you know, something always goes wrong on third downs. So they don't get it. Um, you know, missing holes, wrong routes, guys not finishing routes, guys, fit, you know, all types of stuff. You know, so it's just ugly. Here's something that you know I've been interested in for a while. Okay. On first down, you, you run the ball, you know, it's like second and six, mm-hmm. okay? Second and five. To me, that's a shot. That's time for a shot play. Yeah. Okay? Like, you you throw a play action out there, something like that, like second and five, like that's prime position. When it's second and five and you come out there in like 12 personnel or 22 personnel or something like that, right? And you, and you just run the ball, okay? And you get stuffed. You might as well have taken a shot on that play, right? Like, you know, ro- roll the dice a little bit here, you know, like, and it doesn't have to be every time, but sometimes, please. And I was just waiting for it. And I was just like noticing every time it was like second and mid, it was always a run play. It wasn't, I, I never saw a shot play, but I mean, t- correct me if I'm wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to take the approach of what like the new age analytical type of thought process, which is pass on first down, right? Pass on first down, whatever, get whatever yards you need to get on first down, and then you can run on second and short or whatever like that. It's just not working. So they run on second and short, and next thing you know, they got third and down. And then, like I said, there's something goes wrong. Something something goes wrong. It doesn't matter what the play is. Something, either somebody does something wrong or something. It's always something wrong on third down, basically. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, it's just, so it's, they're taking that approach. And I don't, I don't think the approach itself is wrong. In my opinion, I don't think the like the throwing on first down and running on second down. I just think you just have to actually, you know, just not follow it every single time. So if you pass on first down and you don't get some yards, you're passing on second down no matter what. I mean, that's kind of how you have to think about it. But I feel like I think a lot of it is the game plan is no matter what, we're going to run pass on first down, run on second. And if we don't get it on first, we're still going to run on second. And I think that's kind of the wrong thought process. So that's kind of sometimes why they get stuck because it's just that stubbornness because it's like a you're trying to follow something and then you got to go with the flow of the game. So if you if you are on first down and it's second and ten, then you got to throw again. <laughs> it's like that's how you kind of look at it. If you're going to take that approach, or you got to run more on first down, which you know you can't do too much of. But I still think that early rundown thing is a little fishy to me. I've I've been like looking into it. You know, it's just it's just too into the lexicon now. You got to run a you can't run a first down. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's really a thing. There's no correlation to winning with not running on first down. I just you just can't do it like. 75% of the time like Gruden used to, <laughs> you know, it's gotta be like a little bit of balance with it, you know? Um, right, right. right. It's gotta be some balance because you can't be like all the way where you're like 60% run on pass on first down, unless you like this, have this super powered high power passing offense, which the Raiders don't have right now. So they have to think about that and adjust a little bit too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you want to ju- you want to jump into it right here? Might as well go go ahead and, and break yeah, down the no, offense. No, you know, no. all right. Uh, you you jump into it. I'm gonna tweet this out. I forgot to uh, promote this on Twitter. So go ahead. You good? You good? All right. Can you see it? We're good. Yeah. Go ahead. You're good. All right. And, you know, we, I'm just calling this just ugly because it's kind of, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what these guys are doing. I mean, I, I don't know what they're doing during the week, <laughs> but I just feel like every home game is just interesting. It's interesting how these home games go. All right. So here we go. Uh, first run. We got a little mid zone here. Right. And I, I just want to show this. Stop it right here. And, you know, we're going to circle it, too. But there's a cutback right here. Right. And, and we, I've been talking about this a little bit. You know, Josh Jacobs missing holes, right? You know, we talk about Josh Jacobs missing holes and stuff like that. There's a cutback right away. Okay. So this, this is, this is, uh, it's mid zone, right? It's mid zone, right? You can tell by what Colton Miller, he's not fully reaching, right? So it's mid zone. It's not outside zone, right? And then you have the cutback there. So right here, right? And Jacobs has to see this early. He has to see this early because if he waits to right here, it's too late. Right. And that's what he does. He waits till it's too late to hit that cutback. And he's got to read the play. That's that, that's the, really the main problem with him right now. He's not reading the play. He's not trusting the line, which he talked about, too. Um, he's just not trusting the line at all. Right. He's got to. He's got to be more patient and trust the line on these plays. Now, th- this one is uh, just is frustrating. So this is why I talk about just just ugly. Right. So Brian Edwards drops his ball. We all know he dropped it. Right. He know he, he has to know he dropped it. Well, what does Brian Evers do? Oh, no. He's going to spin the ball. He's going to spin the ball. <laughs> First down, slowly walk back to the huddle, and then you see Derek Carr. Like, well, well, let's, well, did you catch it? Let's go, right? Because he didn't catch it. And that's like, this is like, this is small stuff. I'm just going to, I'm pointing out a lot of small stuff. I'm not talking about like, we're not talking about like the, the big stuff or whatever people want to see. I'm going to point out all the small stuff. You see that? Now he's not getting back to the line. You know, you didn't catch that damn ball. All right, here we go. Another one. <laughs> i'm sorry another one this is another one for josh jacobs you got zone lead here zone lead josh jacobs you guys are you can see it right this is this is it's a monster 
Josh Jacobs, I don't know what he's doing here. You could tell me, I, you guys could figure out what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe he's following the fullback. I'm not 100% sure. I, he only knows, but I, I mean, he's just one on one. Maybe he's scared of Jamie Davis. I don't know what, I don't know. I'm not going to say somebody's scared, but it's just right there. I mean, he, it's, he can, he can make, he can make Jamie Davis miss, right? I, I mean, you can say 55 Holcomb's going to come around there and make a play, maybe, but it's still just seven yards no matter what it could have been like 15 or 16 or something like that and then this one just bothers really bothered me so we got the peel concept here at the bottom right you guys just bring it back a little bit so we have the peel concept here at the bottom right we got peel post wheel right here between Renfro and edwards right post and then we got drive okay so this is peel and drive so we got drive so Jackson on the dig, Monroe, he's going to chip block and then go on a shallow. That's how it's supposed to happen. So let's go watch how it really happens. Let's watch it. Third and three, mind you. Third and three. Uh-oh. Is uh, What's happening here? What is Jackson doing? Oh, he's running the he's running the cross. So then let's run it back. Let's go back a little bit. Oh, he's running across and Moreau gets confused. Like, okay, I got to run the dig then. And there you go. Plays dead. It didn't matter because there was a hold anyways from Alex Leatherwood on the back end. But let's just say that if there wasn't a hold, okay? Let's just say that there wasn't a hold on this play. All right, let's keep it real. If there wasn't a hold on this play, I'm going to show you because this is where Frost Moreau is supposed to go. You see where Jackson's going? Frost Moreau is probably going to go right here. Right, because he knows the play. He's probably been doing it for a while. He's gonna go right here. And even if Carr is under pressure, maybe he could just toss it to him. Right. But I mean it's a hold, it doesn't matter, right? The play's dead because Jackson runs the wrong right route, the wrong route. And if you want to know why he got kind of got iced out of the game and didn't get hit on the crosser, there you go. I showed it to you. All right, so let's go back to this one. Okay, this is the screen. Everybody got mad at this play call, right? So we got a screen. Okay, so get the wide receiver screen. Probably go a little more depth in Carfax, but you can see by with the way it looks, like the kind of the shade. I mean, this really is not bad. You got three on three. This safety has to come all the way down, right? And even if this linebacker comes over, you still got Brian Edwards right here. So let's go ahead and watch this. Brian Edwards goes to block the same guy that Hunter Renfro is going to block. Uh, he realizes that too late. Holcomb blows it up. Jacobs has to miss him, and then here comes McCain. Pow. <laughs> This is the whole game. This is the whole game. I don't know what, what these guys are doing during the week. I have no idea. I don't know what they're doing during the week. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if this is all awareness. This is all like details. It's crazy. It's crazy to watch. Like, that's what I'm saying. Everybody's, you're mad. You're frustrated. Look at this. Is, I had to put this in a breakdown. All right, here we go. Second and 18 here. I'm showing this play because it's another this situational football, right? Situational football, second 18, right? This, this is right before the half, right? Why, where's Josh Jacobs going? Why is he going back inside right before the half? But he can go out of bounds. Mm. I guess he gets some extra yards. Clock's still moving, right? Mm. So let's talk about this play because I, I know this play's super, you know, this is what everybody's going to be talking about. They talk about how Brian Edwards threw it to the back of the end zone. And I want to talk about this play in the Carfax too again. All right, but I just want you guys to watch this a little bit, right? So smash return. He's going to open up to Renfro. Boom, open up to Renfro, right? So he knows he has Edwards on the back post. McCain is right there, though, okay? Right? So Carr is going to throw it. He's throwing it right here because it's a post route, and you go towards the post. It's like this is basically why it's called that. But Edwards, he doesn't run towards the post. He kind of just like... Fake. Like, you, you can look at watch. You can mark and see markers. You're crazy. He's just kind of like fading. Instead of just running towards the post. But, you know, terrible throw, I guess, right? Terrible throw. <sighs> this is just oh, so frustrating for me. Am I wrong in that, B? You tell me. Am I wrong in that? Am I wrong? You let me know. Am I wrong? Is, is he supposed to go? Keep going. He, he, sound, he sound like a real uh, car stand right now. Okay, Marcus? <laughs> If I rock, I just want if I rock, if you tell me if I'm wrong, I'm all right. Let me look at it from the end zone angle here. All right. Uh all right. Yeah. 
you know, uh, 20 might have also influenced the throw right there a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. All right, here we go. So let's talk about Hunter Renfro. He had a really good day, okay? Hunter Renfro had a really good day here. You know, boom, you know, this is a great play. I, you know, I want to bring this play back too, okay? Let's bring this play back up a little bit too. Because I want to want you guys to watch Zay Jones here on this one. So we got Hunter Renfro. He's going to do, you know, a little quick move, quick out, right? But, you know, it, this is like just field awareness, okay? So, yeah. It's it should be man. So 29 should be running with with Zay Jones on the little shallow kind of fake thing he's doing, right? But he's not, Zay, he's not running with you. And like if he makes this block, this is such a much a bigger play. I just feel like if he just kind of just realizes what's happening. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. Like it, it, am, I cra am I crazy on some of these? Well, that's a great play by Renfro. Let's watch Renfro again. Let's watch Renfro. Here we go. Boom. No, he makes a nice play. Makes the guy miss. Bam. Makes plays. Yeah, I mean, Renfro came to play. Okay, he, he actually came to play. That was the something great. I, I want to I watch him on this route, too. This is a great route. Boom. You know, gets the guy's blind side. Quick comeback. Nice. And I kind of like how they added the, the, the uh, a comeback to the Yankee concept off the play action. Kind of give Carr a different window, which is good. But you kind of see you know how that works and how he's you know run a Renfro, run some good routes right there you know so i mean he, he came to play man runner Renfro really came to play here we go quick out boom back inside first down not first down second and one right second and one you know what i'm saying you got second and one there for hunter Renfro. i got this one right here let's check this one out right here what we got this one I really like because this is a scramble drill run, right? So we watch Hunter Renfro and scramble drill. So like I said, he Hunter Renfro came to play. So so you know everybody, car scrambling, you know, right? See a scramble. There you go, right to Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro makes the play. It's just you say he came to play, man. This that, and I like how they use some of these uh, him vertical, right? So we saw him on you know the the. The last play on the Yankee concept, and you got the seam right here. The fake screen, but using him more vertically because I mean he's he, he literally right now is the best wide receiver, right? But you know then you get to you know this third and fourth play, which I want to talk about a little bit. So you know we you know I talked about Hunter Renfro and his routes a little bit. We talked about like how sometimes he kind of just does what he wants, right? And he's kind of has that freedom. You know we talked about it. We let him do whatever he wants, right? Because he's winning, right? So, but here it comes back to bite them a little bit because this is third and four, right? So you watch it right here. You know, cars facing the blitz. And you see where Hunter Renfro is at. So I'm going to just a little bit. You're going to see a little bit of a hesitation here. You see Hunter Renfro, and he tries to beat him again, right? He tries to create more separation, which he does. But when he does that, he fades. And then... They're down. You go like watch car, like watch car. That's what it happens. Just watch. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so yeah, that's uh, that's the Raiders' offense. That's it. I don't know. What's your thought, BD? It doesn't seem like you have a fun film to watch. You know. Uh, you're feeling you're feeling like I felt last year doing like Paul Gunther. You feel my pain. You feel my pain. I don't know what's happening. Like this wasn't like like you know it's a lot of things that are going on. Like I don't I don't know what's happening over there. Like and I, that's why I can't explain. I can't explain what's wrong with the offense. I think it's something that they know. They know what's wrong with them. Um, and it's something that you know we I could I could show you it I could show you the mistakes, but it's it's not really the play calling because I mean it's just some of those bad plays I don't know I mean if they if they run it right is it bad is it is it executing I don't know is, is it Derek I don't know is 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 are they just miscommunicating on some of those throws and he's he looks it looks worse on broadcast because it does or you know is is you know that, that like the Hunter Renfro throw looks worse right everybody like he it's a miss but. Is it because Hunter Renfro faded there? Like we don't know. Like it's so it's it's just ugly all around. That's basically what's happening. They look ugly. They don't look like they're prepared. They don't look like they are having preparation. And that's why you see 
Deshaun Jackson and Edwards kind of get iced out a little bit. They get iced out because they're not running routes right, right? They're not in the right areas where they need to be. And then, you know, and then the quarterback is mad and he ices them out. And whether that's right or wrong, whether you feel about that, it it could, you know, that could upset you, but, you know, Sean Jackson runs the wrong route. And then, you know, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And like, he's like, he's mad. Why am I not getting the ball? Then. Yeah. I mean, you know, when Gruden left, there was, you know, and I like people were thinking, you know, maybe this the offense was being held back by some of Gruden's decision making, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and sure, like like you're saying, like going with kind of like what the nerds want, pass on first down, run on second down, and you know, doing some of these kind of like analytics informed approaches, you know, yeah. um, and, and it's coming through when someone the play calling, right? Or the sequences of their play calling. Right. Um, but what they've lost now is like someone who's going to be harping on these details. Yeah. You know, like, like no offense to Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson, there was a dynamic between Olson and Gruden where it was like Gruden's like the hard ass and Olson's like kind of like, okay, trying to smooth things over and, you know, kind of keep everything even keeled. And now they got too much of that. Right. And not enough of, you know, someone's screaming about better execution, right? So, like, that, that that's really what it comes down to. You're, you're just showing me a bunch of bad discipline, bad execution. Sure yeah. The attention to details is gone. It left it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only two guys with attention to detail. And probably the other guy, it was hurt. <laughs> that's probably, there's three, guys, there's three guys on the team that have attention to details. Carr, on the offense, Carr, Renfro, and... And Waller, and then Waller's hurt. I mean, I'll say Moreau too. I think Moreau had attention to detail. I think he's he's always in the spot that he needs to be, you know. And those guys are on point, right? And it's really just those guys who are the only ones that really know what's going on. And I think a lot of it too, a little bit of it, is I think Olsen's trying to put new stuff in. And I think a lot of these guys aren't yeah. aren't studying like they need to because I think sometimes they're trying to scheme against. A defense. So, like a lot of the plays were just just purely scheme based against Washington, right? Yeah. Like some of the things. Like I've never seen that that screen play to to you know Jacobs. I've never really seen that where he starts and he sprints out like full speed. Like usually it's after the play that he does that um, more often than not, right? It's more so. But based on what how Washington was playing them in the matchup. Yeah, they have five on the line, right? You got you facing a bare front. You could get some somebody out there quick, and you can get a quick screen, right? But if you have is you know is like Edwards prepared? Is is he grinding the playbook like that, where you could stick something in brand new every single week? Um, that's kind of where you have to look at things too. Like, yeah, you you might have simplified it early, but now we're, maybe we're getting too complex where these guys can't figure out the details of things that they're supposed to do. So, but you know, players like Deshaun Jackson have no excuse. Like Deshaun Jackson, you've been uh, you've been in the West Coast offense for years. You should know what when I say when you hear drive, you should know what to do. Like I don't I don't have any excuses. You played with Andy Reid. You played with Sean McVay twice. I want to hear. It. I don't want to. He has no excuse. Like you, they don't, they don't run the drag. They don't run the drag right there, and then the tight end runs the uh, the dig. They run drag. Drive is a is a concept that is like in like a known West Coast offense concept. They all run it. They all run drive in some type of way. Like your smash drive, there's disc drive. There's yeah, that. I'm saying I'm saying uh, those okay. coaches though they don't have the wide receiver run the drag and then the tight end run the ten yard dig. Uh, it depends. It depends. It depends on the situation. It depends. But the Raiders don't in that situation, especially if he's chipping. Right. Right. The Raiders go, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, you're right. Maybe he thought like, but but come on. But that's, that goes back to like he's just playing. He's just like he's not prepared. He's just yeah. He's just going out there and playing. Yeah. Is he dry? Yeah, I know that. I know that. All right, here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> I run this track. When I was with the Rams, I ran the track. <laughs> right, right. That's definitely what it was. You know, like it's like oh, drive for sure. For sure. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And he was thinking he was thinking he was killing it on that on that drag though too. He was like, <laughs> I'm out. 
<laughs> you see, he, he's not even looking at Derek Carr. He's like trying to get to the opposite side of the field. You know, like that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so this is Deshaun Jackson. Oh, this is bad, bro. This is bad. Yeah, and, you know, and, I, and, and, I'm glad. I'm glad you showed. Also, like people are asking, why is Deshaun Jackson not getting more, you know, uh, looks? Why is Brian Edwards not getting more looks? And if you're showing them like making mistakes, it's like, okay, Car Car always has done this. If wide receivers make mistakes, they don't get the ball, right? Yeah. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's always he's always done that, right? So there you go. See, but the, 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 pro- the problem is like so the, the other guy who doesn't make mistakes is Zay. I mean, he missed about that block, but like on the routes and stuff, he's like usually where he needs to be. Is just is he gonna, like is he gonna track the ball in the air or is he gonna <laughs> is he gonna drop it? Is he like you know? That's the that's the main problem with his offense. It's like there's like Edwards and you know Jackson aren't. Like they just aren't picking it up where they're like mentally like always there, you know, um, they're like where or they're like, so it's everything has to be on point, especially right now in December, because Washington, they're executing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like it's, it's like they're going to execute. This is the time. This is the time of year where the real, you know, actual contenders are separated from the pretenders. Okay. Playing good football into December when you have injuries, when you've had to adjust as personnel or coaching changes. Okay. You know, like when you have to adjust to all that, are you still able to put together winning football? Right. You see the Patriots start out rough and you see the way that they're trending is incredible right now. Right. Like this is the time to play, start playing good football. The Raiders are doing the opposite of that right now. Right. So. That's uh, the frustrating thing to kind of watch the season just slip away at the end right there. Hopefully uh, a miracle happens and we can celebrate and say we're wrong and fans can be like, oh, you guys gave up. You guys aren't real fans. Like, great. Yeah, be awesome. But before you get your defensive breakdown, I do want to say, I mean, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because, you know, Rich Passaccia made a crazy comment the other day about, like, the scoreboard or something like that. You know, and, and that's that's kind of what, how I looked while I was watching this. I'm like, are they trying to win? <laughs> are they just trying to, like, get through the season? Like, are they just trying to, like, make it to the finish line? And then you just got, like, two guys trying to win, actually, or in the, the coaches and everybody else is not really trying to get off those things. And then you, you hear Carr, your car comes off the bank, he's going crazy. You know, talking about I need to win. It's been 20 years and like all that stuff. And like, is it more like the culture that's there right now? Like they don't care about winning. They're just more about like, hey, was, are you okay? Is do you need somebody to talk to? Are you all right? Are you are you okay? Is are you handling everything all right? Are you sure you're okay? Like are, are, hey, be, be be careful now, Marcus. I don't but no, I, okay, all right. So yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like. The season so, is still there. They're they're five and two. You can't take that approach. They have to change everything. You can't take the like, oh my god, we can't look at the scoreboard. Like they're 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 trying to win. Like like some of the team wants to win still. So if you have this approach where like, you know, like in your yeah. look at the score, the scoreboard doesn't matter. Relationships do no, no, no. It's not high school football. In high school football, relationships matter. The scoreboard doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I think that you know Rich Versace, like you know, um, he's probably being realistic right now. Right? Probably, yeah, he probably is, yeah. And he's what he's trying to do is he's he's trying to take the sting away of you know seeing this season turn into flames mm-hmm. and not have like everyone define it when they look back on it. Like he, you know, he's like he's like a you know, uh, you know, an uncle type kind of guy. Like, yeah, you know, he wants to, you know, protect, you know, young people and all this stuff. He's always talking about young people and everything like that. You know, I think when they look down the road, they, he wants them to not worry about like what their record was. He wants them to, you know, think about like getting through it and everyone, you know, coming together and all that stuff. Like that's what he's focusing on right now. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> but, and, but 
un- probably unintentionally, maybe maybe intentionally communicating to the fans like where he's like, season's over, guys. <laughs> we have been trying to win. I'm sorry, guys, but we haven't really been trying to win this whole time. We just right. Sorry, guys. We're trying to get through it. <laughs> we're, we just, we're just trying to make it. If we win, we win. We lose, we lose. You know, but we feel content that we controlled the season and we made it. It's like the, Sorry. And that's how they look. That's how they look, guys. That's how they look. So maybe defense is better. I mean, yeah, we're all happy. Love it. Everybody's excited about the, the defense. So. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, look. I was going to do a defense breakdown and then I was also compiling like all the Malcolm Kuntz snaps. There was only seven Malcolm yeah. Kuntz snaps, uh-huh. Te- technically seven. One of them was on a kneel down right before halftime. Uh-huh. So it was actually only six snaps, but they were all in the first half. They did not play again in the second half, uh, but there's definitely a reason for that. Um, and then, um, Divine Diablo, I also put together some clips of him, like some things that he you know, can, needs to keep on working on, or we're seeing him grow in playing mm-hmm. linebacker. So I just I just broke down those two players because, like Sachi said, we're not worrying about the scoreboard, guys. Okay? Yeah, that's just we're, a, we're yeah. just worrying about getting better in Raider Nation. So I'm looking at these young guys who hopefully will, you know, be building blocks for no, this team, yeah. you know, in the future, you know, buy our <laughs> stuff. Kubaya. Let's make it through, guys. We, yeah, we made it. Gotta make it through. Right? We made it to eight, eight and nine. We made it, guys. We made it. Alright. <laughs> so let's talk about Malcolm Coons here. Okay. Um he's over here. He's playing over here on the defensive left side. You know, he's I think that this is an interesting rap here from him. First of all. It's like a little play action. You know, we see the little run action, okay? And the tight end blocks down on him, okay? And he's getting moved around a little too much, I would say, okay? But once he realizes that it's a pass, watch the bend, okay? The little ghost, you've seen it? First first play, okay? The bend around that corner right there. You know, this is, this is the kind of player... Look at that. Swats the hand away, dips underneath it, ankle flexion in that corner. This is the kind of player, hopefully, we see a lot more of that, you know, for a while to come here. Malcolm Coons. Okay. Um, now, here's another one. I'm pretty sure they started running the ball at this point. Okay. This is just like a little boot action. He's got to be out here, you know, take that, uh, take away the quarterback bootleg. Um, you know, this is this is kind of an interesting play if you want to just talk about the, the schematics of it. They kind of get caught in a fire zone here. So Trayvon Mora comes down and he's reading number two, who was this tight end. Okay, and two goes across the field. Okay, so Trayvon Moore Mary comes over here, but the run ends up going the opposite way. So they're down a man in the run game here. Okay, I think um, another issue that this play had from the beginning was just, you know, a little, little slight petite for Nate Hobbs here. I think he's kind of giving it away, showing his intentions that he's actually blitzing off the edge right here. And I think it allows this wide receiver to, you know, figure it out and block him down on this run play here. And, you know, Hobbs is completely out of the run fit at this point. So, I think that, that those things contributed to that. Malcolm Coons on the opposite side, he just did his job. He was a bootleg player. You know, he had nothing to do with that. Um, it was away from him. Now, um, here we go. We got a, a pass rush here. I think that this is just kind of like a good rep to show what Malcolm Coons is still working on, rushing off the defensive right side. Okay, so we see him here, first of all. Everyone is standing up straight, okay? Even Hankins at 315, okay? Got up out of his stance, okay? Look at, look at Malcolm Coons. He's the last defensive lineman out of his stance. Okay, so that's the strike one. And then we see here, he wasn't expecting it. This tackle comes out and jump sets him, okay? And once he gets his hands on him, you know, it's over. Like, there's no way he's having any effect on, on this pass, you know, we see him try to get in that little long arm pump move, you know, inside finish with like the wide receiver already has the ball in his hands at that point. 
Uh, so, you know, got to improve that get off and, and have a plan to handle those jump sets uh, from Malcolm Cliffs. So we'll keep an eye on that going forward here. You know, here he is on the defensive left side. Again, it's a run play and you kind of see him here. I, what I like about this is that he gets doubled. Okay. And once he feels, once he recognizes that he's going to get doubled, he reaches out here. Okay. And gets that hand. Okay. To make sure he's not getting, you know, uh, completely moved around, try to get some control over that tackle. And you see him kind of lower his weight. Okay. And just drop down a little bit. Okay. Try to, you know, lower his center of gravity and not get, not get pushed around. Try to anchor here a little bit. You know, we're not seeing like super explosive, Okay, super strong or anything like that. I think he's going to struggle against the run. He's going to be a situational pass rusher. You know, I mean, he, he did all right. You know, it wasn't uh, anything special on that play. Now, here he is over here. Um, and he's going to get a run action away. And what I love about this play is that he's fighting to stay square, but then he comes straight down the line. Okay, good hustle. This is the correct lane to take you see him there he's ready everyone else is in the defense they're all ready to do it okay great job from Malcolm Fields right there he's doing his job even though that he didn't make that play and then here's the sack okay he's lined up over here on this side going up against uh the left tackle for the offense <coughs> excuse me and you see him um you know convert that speed to power land that punch and just have now, advantage of taking that great get off that he had to kind of walk this guy back. And when 72 takes that little hop step back right there to plant, Malcolm Coons does it. It's savvy. It's a great move where he switches his hands so that he can work his outside hand free. Okay. Open that up and get that sack on that quarterback. Great job right there. That was a, a really, really good move, looking move. Okay, I think he probably took that uh, from Munich and Gagwa. He's been studying. Now, let's talk about Devon Diablo. Okay, first of all, he talked about a lot in press conferences. Taking on blocks is something that he is going to have to worry about. Here we go. It's real easy to see. He's got blue shoes on. Where's number five? Single-digit linebacker here, okay? And you know, what I want to show you guys with this play, okay, when we're talking about taking on blocks, watch how Devon Diablo, instead of, you know, collisioning this guy and striking this guy, he just kind of goes around, right? And sure, he makes the tackle. And sometimes that'll work, but it's not always going to work, okay? And so we'll see on this play. And I, and I chose the all-22 angle. Watch him here, okay, linebacker right here. He's playing weak side linebacker, okay? And when he gets this, tackle out on him check him out okay he gets taken for a walk okay a full 15 yards down the field from everyone else all right like you can't always go back you know back door sometimes you're gonna have to take on these guys with physicality so that's something that Diablo is gonna have to work on okay I'm gonna show you the play again but this time watch Denzel Perryman this is how it's supposed to look okay you come downhill you trigger okay and you blow that up okay that's what it's supposed to look like from Denzel Perryman right, right there. Okay, so let's check him out, okay? I'm guessing after that last play, someone screamed in his face on the sideline, okay? <laughs> because he came out, okay, look at him. Okay, he's using his hands, detaching, getting in on, on tackles. Here we go. Like That's what you that's what you have to do. You got to use that length, okay? Beat these guys to the punch, and we got to look. Winning with his hands, detaches, okay, gets in on that stop on that screenplay. I think that was a great play from that young linebacker. Here we go. You see him coming downhill, okay? He's, he's going to just unload on this. I think that's the center right near. Watch number 60, Washington football team center, get folded, okay, by Malcolm Jones. He's been backwards on the ground right there. That's how you do it. You got to play physical if you want to play linebacker. So he took a step up. We saw him improve before our eyes in the game. Great to see that. Okay, now – um, in pass coverage, okay, big, big, big thing is having to take care of the over route, okay, in Gus Bradley's defense, and that's the weak side linebacker's job, okay, he's going to open up on that, man, turn it, and stay underneath it, okay, and I think that, you know, <clears throat> we see Devon Diablo do a great job of that, you know, it's, it's obvious that he used to play DB, 
He's got great footwork. He's a fluid guy. He did a great job throughout the game taking care of, you know, that overall three vertical. Here he is again. We get the three vertical. Okay. Watch his foot footwork. Okay. You see how fluid he is opening up his hips, just effortlessly running in stride with that wide receiver. Don't have a bunch of linebackers around the league necessarily who can do that on a down to down basis. And you see him here. We get another tricky look in, in, in a goal line. Okay. Watch him blue shoes. Okay. What, what does he do? He gets in front of that. He reads it, can't, can't execute that throwback right there. Got to get to a second reaction play. Okay, so he's doing a, he's doing a great job. Okay, now this is a this is an interesting look here. Okay, um, and, and I want to I want to talk about this. So this is uh, H back. He's in the backfield and he's going to release and sit underneath. Okay, and, and watch Devon Diablo when he sees him get that insert. Okay. He opens up and he's expecting an over route coming back this way. Okay. Now, the only reason that's interesting is because the first touchdown that the that was scored on the Raiders. Okay. We get this insert right here and the over route right on top of it. Okay. And Corey Littleton comes and drives on this. Okay. And three goes right over his head, right for a touchdown. Okay, so later on in the game, here's that same play for Devon Diablo to see the three insert, okay, and immediately flip his hips open, expecting an over route on top of it, shows when they were carding that up and they were showing the aerial photos and everything like that, they were talking about it on the sideline, he was involved, he was paying attention, okay, he was getting ready, like, he didn't know Corey Littleton was going to get hurt, but he was, he was clearly invested in the game to see that that was a wrinkle that they were throwing at them. Okay, here you go. We're showing off the versatility. He's going to have some man-to-man -man coverage. Um, again, on that three insert, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not anything crazy for him. So he showed off his versatility. Uh, I thought that this was an interesting look here. This is, I think, clearly a blown coverage on the back end. It's a two-by-two two formation, so there's two receivers to the boundary, two receivers to the field, and then, you know, uh, a single back right behind the wide receiver. So two-by-two two against cover three, what are we, we going to look at? Seams, right? That's what we're going to look at. we got to have a seam alert. we got to have a way to figure out how do we separate, okay, our three deep defenders amongst four verticals. And so what they always do in that situation when they have a two-by-two two formation Jonathan Abram will carry two vertical. It's called a seam alert. Okay. That's what they always do. And for some reason, the call didn't get in. Okay. The seam goes straight down the field. I don't know if that was designed or if that's, you know, necessarily someone making a mistake. I just don't know. But I thought that was an interesting one to show you guys as well, you know, considering, um, you know, kind of involved in Divine Diablo right there. But I'm not really sure you know, uh, if, if he was necessarily at, at fault there. So just going back on it, Malcolm Coons thought I saw some, you know, flashes of good things. You saw him kind of, you know, not be great against the run. A lot of people are saying, why wasn't Malcolm Coons, you know, more involved in the game as the, as the game went on? I think that if you look at kind of how Washington football team was going about it, they were running the ball a lot. Yeah, they, prob they probably thought, you know, hey, Clee Farrell is probably a little bit more viable against the run at this mm -hmm. point than, than Koontz was, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and the Raiders were doing a solid job in the second half, stopping the run. There's a lot of great run fits. Denzel Perryman playing out of his mind, incredible football. Yeah. Um, you know, so they were playing the run well, and it was certainly the emphasis for the foot Washington football team. Like, they wanted to out-physical the Raiders' defense, you know? Yeah. And uh -huh. Raiders' defense – rose up to that as the game went on like they wrote they, they rose up to that i think um it was just like you know missing out on some opportunities to take the ball away we talked about it in the instant instant reaction we don't need to you know beat a dead horse or anything like that 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 you know and at the end at the end of the day it could have gone out the way one team made more plays you know and it just didn't happen to be the Raiders' defense but they had those ch chances and opportunities um <clears throat> so yeah uh, so yeah, um, what do you think about Malcolm Coons? So I don't know if you uh, were you know able to see clearly in, in that breakdown. Uh, yeah, um, for the for the radio show, 
they they are gonna ask me questions about Di, uh, Diablo and Kuhn. So I I wouldn't actually watch the Raiders defense. Like I wouldn't watch the whole game. So um uh I thought Kuhn's, you know, he looks kind of like he looks in college. He's a really refined pass rusher. I mean, that's really what he is. He's uh, a lot of moves, always has a lot of moves, has a lot of go-tos. Um, and just say he's going to keep adding stuff, right? He's going to learn. He's definitely going to soak that up and add a lot of moves. But, you know, what a lot of those things you showed about Kuntz that I always thought was interesting, like how he used to stand up a lot at Buffalo. Um, and he, he kind of had like this little jump thing that he used to do, you know, to kind of get himself into pass rushing. Um, and then coming out of that, the, the, you know, um, a three point stance is going to be a little different for him. I think it's going to be an adjustment to learn how to get out of that stance fast. Yeah. Um, you so talked I, about that. You talked about his get off wasn't great, right? Yeah. Cause his get off was never great. Cause I mean, he's, cause he used to do like this kind of setup thing where he used to set up people and then do his moves. Right. You can't do that in the NFL. I mean, unless you're like in a three, four or something, or he's a place outside linebacker somewhere like, um, you know, uh, so it's that's going to be his adjustment. But, you know, I think if he if once he learns that and he adjusts, you're going to see the pass rush talent he has because he has natural pass rush talent. So he can he's going to go out there. He's going to beat somebody like, you know, Charles Leno type of t- type of guy is going to get beat by Malcolm Kuntz eventually. Um, yeah. He's going to figure it out. But like, of course, like a like an all pro type of guy, you know, Kuhn's ain't getting, you know, past some of these all pro guys. But, you know, but like next week, you got like Wiley and then you even got a, a young guy, even an Orlando Brown type. I mean, I think Kuhn's could come in on third down or something and relieve somebody and, and get off of the passer for sure. Uh, but yeah, that was exciting. That was exciting to watch because, you know, that, that was my dude. Man. I, was, I had him in my top 100. I had him number 80 on my draft board. Everybody was thought it was crazy when, you know, they took him at 80. And I was like, oh, that's, hey, that's right where I got him. <laughs> He's right there on my draft board. So, yeah, I, I know his potential. Uh, I know stopping the run might always be an issue with him. I don't know if that ever is going to be like a thing. Like, a, like he might be like a, a Ngakwe type of player. But like the run is just not his thing. Um but it's gonna take him a while, you know. He's definitely the lightest uh, defensive lineman out there, you know. It's, yeah. uh, it's gonna take him a while to probably bulk up enough. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think Yannick Ngakwe has improved a lot, but it's taken him like six years being in the NFL, putting on 15 pounds, you know, since he's coming to the NFL. You know, like that con- is gonna contribute to it. So, like, that's just gonna be the Malcolm Kuntz plan until then. He'll put, maybe he can be somewhat of a you know pass rusher. I just think that it's kind of clear, like his plan isn't great yet it's like mm. hit, or, hit or miss you know so we got to see if he's like able to like you know stack that those up and ha- you know have a plan for a jump set have a plan for you know a vertical set you know vice versa right so mm-hmm. uh I, I, but i'm excited about him now uh diablo i thought i thought diablo was solid man i thought he was all right you know yeah. uh, honestly like watching this year going through every single every single play that the Raiders defense has. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corey Littleton has not taken on a blocker as hard as uh, Devon Diablo was in some of those clips. That yes. Okay. Like, so someone, you know, lit a fire under his butt, you know, whatever it was. And, you know, he went out there and he started hitting hard. I love the physicality that he started playing with, but he, he had to ramp up to it. Right. He had, he had to work up uh, to that. So hopefully if he plays next week, Floaton still continues to miss time. He just hits the ground running immediately, playing with that physicality. Yeah, and I thought that he, I thought that he looked good. It's definitely a miscue um, on that last one. You know. Yeah. Um, I'd have to like really like Dig. sit down and chart it hard to figure out like two by two to the boundary. Like what situations are they not doing a seam alert? You know, and, and figure out like why that was. So I don't know what that is, but every time there's a miscue. Okay, mm-hmm. on, the, on the back side. Yeah, Abrams involved. <laughs> I don't know, man. So these guys, but but that's what I'm saying. Like even my thought process, like the 2021 rookie class, is like they're super interesting to me because you know you know Leatherwood. Yeah, he's he struggled this game. I mean, he, like, and we even previewed that they're going against two of the best defensive tackles in the league, and they attack them. You know, the, and, and you know, Jonathan Allen did this hilarious thing the whole game, which I thought was funny because I talked about I talked about John Simpson going like this, 
So, you know, what Jonathan Allen did, he just hugged him. He would just hug him. He wouldn't even try to put his hand inside him. He would hug him and go up and that would put him out of position. He would just walk car back. He would walk him back in the car. He caused a sack on, uh, on the, right before they got a field goal at halftime. He almost broke Carr's leg. I don't know how they got away with that. Maybe because he ran John Simpson into him. But I mean, but, um, that, but, that's, but that's coaching too. It's coaching because like, oh, like just bear hug him. So that's a crazy defensive line coach. Just bear up. <laughs> right. And lift him up. But like, you know, so so like the, the 2020 run rookies is interesting because I thought Morick played really well when I watched on defense. I thought he had some good man coverage reps. I mean, even though the dropped interception, I thought that was a great rep. Was all, all he had to do was finish it. And then, you know, that was a great rep playing in man coverage. Um, and uh, you know, they still they're still max. I think there's I feel like there's more pieces on the defensive side that if a great defensive coordinator came in here, Patrick Graham, please. If Pat, if a hey, great defensive Patrick coordinator, Graham. a great defensive coordinator came in here, yeah, right? Man. They could they could put some pieces around and they could bring some good veterans in because they're they want, you know, like maybe a Logan Ryan just comes or something right. and you know comes those guys and then maybe they keep Casey Hayward who could run those type of systems and they could have some you know they could take a leap in a year. I think that the defensive side is way more set than the offensive side because the offensive side has to be completely rebuilt. And it doesn't matter like who the quarterback is. or It has to be rebuilt. You just can't throw a quarterback behind these type of guys. You can't. He's going to die, especially by that line. He's not, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be scared. He's going to be a timid quarterback and then you're going to be mad that he's not winning. It's because you let him get his butt kicked for a year. <laughs> you know, they can't, those type of things you can't happen. It's all about situation. So the defense, I think, you know, it's, it's ready to be built. But like this is saying, if you bring in a new quarterback, you're going to be looking at like the Jags because the Jags are the same way. Jags have a bunch of defensive pieces. Sometimes they, they can hold the Bills to nine points, you know, or six points. Or sometimes they could hold a certain team to certain points because they have defensive pieces over there. You know, they got Henderson. They got, I don't know, Henderson got traded though, huh? He had to get traded. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, got, yeah. They, got, they got Jack, you know, they got Josh Allen. They got, um, uh, some other corner they got over there that's pretty good. I mean, Tyson Campbell from Georgia, he's good. I mean, he's probably the reason Anderson got cut, you know, so they have a lot of pieces yeah. over there. So if, if, you know, they bring the right coordinator in, they can, they can take a leap too. And I think the the Raiders defense can do that. But I, I think there's right some, now, there's some ahead. intriguing, there's some intriguing talent for sure. Like Devon Diablo, what he has, like that's, that could be something there, you know, uh, but we still got to see a lot of improvement in a lot of yeah. areas for him, you know, but, yeah. Um, certainly, I think that there's some intrigue and talent. Mary gets like up there. Hobbs, obviously, like what he's done this year, you can't, you know, take anything away from him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so these guys have, have played well. The rookies, for the most part, you know, yeah, uh, as well as well as you can expect a rookie to play, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially I mean, especially on the defensive side, and that's also why I mean Hobbs has some issues with in, in playing Garden Humphrey. Something is doing him up a little bit. Um, but you know, you still, you, you can still, I didn't, I didn't add those. I didn't add. Those. I, I, know, I, I know you did. I know you did. But. So many, so many people think I'm a Hobbs hater, you know, like they're yeah. so, they're so uh, sensitive about it, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he has some instances. I mean, they attacked him the whole last drive. So, I mean, they went after him and they put Humphreys on him. And I mean, that's something he's got to work on too. He's got to, he's got to be able to, you know, handle man coverage and people are going to attack him, you know, and that's going to keep happening. And that, that happened this week too. If the Raiders so. were like, on, on track to like make a playoff berth. Yeah. I would be like, okay, you know, when they get into the man coverage calls, take Hobbs out, put Robertson in. We've seen Robertson play some man coverage in the slot this year better than he was outside. So, you know, I think like that would be probably like what you do. Mm-hmm. But since playoffs are probably like most like that yeah. question, it's like what, like 2% chance, 3% chance or something like that, right? Yeah, they, they've, uh, already, they've already punted the season. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, right, exactly. So you just leave Hobbs in there. He's going to take his long some man coverage, but he's got to. He's got to learn on the fly how to, you know, how to play man coverage in the NFL, how to win in the man, you know, man coverage in the NFL, because uh, he can't sit in zone all, all game long, right? So got to see an improvement. Hopefully we see an improvement. But yeah, he was he was getting, you know, worked by Humphreys for sure. Yeah. Cle- Cle- Clemson wide receivers came to play. Yeah. Humphrey, Humphreys, Clemson. I know, I know Hunter Renfro, Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Yeah. Dabo was there. So hold on. You got time? Can we can we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, you got time? 
Can we talk about Dabo Sweeney? Are you are you here? Not, not with, with where you're going with it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. You would hate that, right? Oh, I, I would be upset. That would be worse than what Urban Meyer is doing right now. <laughs> like, what, what what would he even do? Like, what what does he do? <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He's he's a recruiter of like the greatest white running backs ever to. <laughs> play on planet earth like that's what he does like i don't understand <laughs> I, I mean just what i'm saying like i mean i'd rather, I'd rather hire intervals than hire him if you're gonna hire yeah, somebody for sure for sure hire somebody yeah, man i would be sick and, and it would be something mark davis would do and dabble sweeney here he realizes his time at clemson's coming to an end venables mm-hmm. left like that's the secret sauce here like that's yeah. all sweeney is like his whole reputation is built on the back of Brett Venables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and great recruiting, I guess. So he goes now talking to Mark Davis. Gruden always talked about Clemson, how he loved Clemson, right? So maybe he's trying to work that into, you know, making Mark Davis believe that he, he has the, you know, what it takes to be the greatest state coach. I could see him trying to manipulate his way in there, honestly, because his time at Clemson is coming to an end. So. I mean, it would be unfortunate. It would be incredibly unfortunate. He's not. This is, the thing is, the thing is that that is like the most realistic thing that scenario that could actually happen, and that's why I'm more frustrated about it because that that would that would be really unfortunate. Because <laughs> I I want to know what quarterback he would draft. Who devil speed pick? Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, and for the record, we're talking about Dabo Sweeney from the Clemson head coach who was on the sidelines during the Raiders game. Uh, probably a little slightly distracting. Yeah, I mean, because it is, I mean, I mean, because who's 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 like the hot head coach? I mean, are any of the hot head coaches even doing anything this year? Like Brian DeBall, he's not doing anything. What is he doing? They're seven and five. Yes, yes, uh, their offense is trash. Like, he's, he's gone. No they're, they're, doing this, they're doing the same thing to the Raiders. We'll just play too high. Go ahead and check it down and see what you see. What you, go down the field, Bills. And Josh Allen's like, ah, he's you know, he's, he's running around. And, uh, <laughs> it's just basically, you know? yeah, right. You know, the, the Chiefs have adjusted. You know, Patrick Mahomes has turned into 2003 Tom Brady, so he's decided to. I'm going to be a. I'm going to be a league game manager and just ride this defense to the Super Bowl. He's not even trying to throw deep anymore. <laughs> He's just, right. he's just like, hey, is, we had the ball off some ties, go to the center, take some shotgun snaps, just don't turn the ball over. <laughs> the other team's like, going to score like 10 points. So as long as I don't turn the ball over, as long as I don't lose the game, I'm going to the Super Bowl because, you know, because right. if I have to win the game, I'm going to do it. So so he's turned into Tom Brady. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, hot coaches are even out there. I mean, are you going to take the enemy after the way the offense looks this year? Um, something's up with the enemy. Like someone, something, someone knows something about him or something like that. That's yeah, he, why he's never going to get. He's got some domestic like, violence stuff. So he must. He, he must have something like that. Yeah. But, so the enemy, like if he he if he would have had a job, he would have had it by now, right? So the yeah. enemy, like I don't know what the deal is with him. Just take him off the table. I mean, um, I'm, I'm trying to think like who is a hot head coaching candidate right now. You know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, this was saying like, who, who, who? I mean, they were hot when they when the Raiders originally lost Gruden. There's a whole bunch of hot guys, right? Like all those guys are hot, but like Joe Brady got fired, right? So just think about this: that Joe Brady got fired. The Bills, I mean, are being led by their defense. Their defense is the reason why they're winning games. The Bills, because their defense is really good. Um, they, uh, so I mean, do you hire the defensive coordinator? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Leslie Frazier always had it already had a shot, didn't he? Huh? Yeah. Leslie Frazier already uh, had a shot. With, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You hire Leslie Frazier. I don't know. I don't think you know. I don't, do you hire Leslie? That's kind of weird. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't, he might not even want to be a head coach, honestly, at this point. I don't know if he's, if he's interviewing for the head coaching spots, but I mean, like, he has a great defense. Great defense. Leslie Frazier. Love watching those defense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we could probably say it's a lot of head coach speculation, everything like that for future episodes. Yeah. So, trade, so trade for Sean Payton. Yeah. Two first round picks. Okay, there we go. Yeah, trade. A trade. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Raider Nation, we appreciate everyone for tuning in uh, to the Tape Don't Live Raiders Film channel. 
we, you know, did a little review show of the Washington football team loss, heartbreaking loss, 17-15. Uh, so yeah, make sure you know you, you get back there. If you just join in the screen uh, stream right now, you can rewind. You can watch our, our both of our breakdowns on the show. Also, make sure you hit a Manscaped enter promo code TDL for twenty percent off plus free shipping on all of their products. Holiday season is here, so make sure you get some some special in your life. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Myself at BD Williams eighteen, Marcus at the Mark John NFL. That's it, Raider Nation. We're out.